0: Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. Well, everybody, I'm really excited about this episode. Today, I have Haley Marie McLean-Hill. She is a member of the 49ers Gold Rush, former Atlanta Falcons cheerleader, a proud member and officer of the United States Air Force, which is just so bad. I just... I was going to say badass, but I'm trying to behave myself, but so much respect for you, Haley. And you're also the founder and CEO of Torch Warrior Wear, which is just an amazing clothing line, body suits for military women. So we just have so much to talk about, Haley. So I'm just going to like <laughs> jump right in because there's so many things. And that's not even all. So we just we just have a lot to talk about, right? <laughs> of course, always, always. Yes, <laughs> So let's, I don't even know where I want to begin. I mean, I was thinking about it because we do have some history a little bit. We interviewed, how long ago was that, Haley? I feel like it was like almost two years ago. We had talked and had an interview and the darn file got corrupted. So I have a lot of background stuff in my head. So I want to try to recreate it, but at the same time, just let the conversation flow because again, there are lots of topics. But from what I recall of our conversation, you had a background kind of like in competitive cheer, right? Yes. And I remember that being kind of like eye-opening for me because I didn't grow up doing competitive cheer at all. And so I thought maybe we could just start there because I know you responded to my recent poll asking about like a competition structure for the pro league. So I just want to hear your background in in cheer and then we'll get into how you progress into becoming an NFL cheerleader. But let's start with your background.
1: Definitely. So yes, thank you, Makiba, for having me on. I really appreciate it. This, you know, the story of like Haley and cheer and all the things. It's funny because I never thought I would be a competitive cheerleader or anything like that. So that's kind of typical. Did ballet, competitively dance and stuff, ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop. And then in high school, it's like that switch, right? Like you don't want to continuously be traveling like outside of the area and all over the place. I wanted to kind of really dive into my schoolwork and like, be very heavily involved in my school, so cheerleading mm-hmm. was that the only thing that they had that was like in kind of that world. So I was, let me look into cheer team. Tried out and made their cheer team with my background in dance and gymnastics, and I was tall, so they like, put her in the back. We need a tall girl, you know how it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. actually, I don't because I'm a little short, but yes, <laughs> but yes, the tall girls are automatically
1: yes, yes in the back. full-blown back spot I loved it and kind of did that for a couple years and then I got into the competitive cheerleading space um, to give me that edge that you kind of need to cheer in college so Mm. it's kind of the fast pace like more tumbling harder skills all those types of things like depends on your high school that you go to but the competitive all-star world was kind of what I needed to get into. So I did competitive cheerleading for only a year, pretty much with uh, an organization called Valley Elite All-Stars in Pennsylvania. And it was great. It was a level four team, you know, not too crazy hard of skills. I got a lot of my hard stunting and tumbling skills in that year, which was, it's kind of what I suggest for any girls who want to cheer collegiately. It was really an eye-opening experience and completely transformed who I was as a cheerleader not just a dancer now as a cheerleader so I did that and then I transitioned back into high school my senior year did my kind of senior year in high school and then tried out for the Penn State cheerleading team so that is where it's like
0: dove all the way into the whole world of cheerleading got you and so the Penn State kind of do the whole thing that we just saw in Florida with the competitions and whatnot yeah okay Okay.
1: so fun. We went every year. And I mean, it's just like the best time as a team bonding and all of that. And then like to compete at the same time. It's just like the most unforgettable memories I've ever had.
0: Wow. Well, cool. So did you do so just cheer, not like cheer and dance in college, like the dance team as well? Is it kind of like you have to pick one or the other?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because okay. your dance team and then your cheer team are right next to each other during events and games and oh, stuff. Oh, Okay. I was a cheerleader, so usually NFL cheerleaders were dancers in, in college, but I did the cheer room.
0: Got you. I think what's so interesting about that poll, it just wraps everybody in. Everybody's super excited about it. You see a lot of the you know, professional cheerleaders who might be coaching or helping choreograph for it. So there was just so much buzz, and I see the world's kind of meshing a lot more now. Um, do you feel like that that was great training for you to become an NFL cheerleader or kind of Were your thoughts anywhere around becoming an NFL cheerleader after you were done at Penn State?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so when it comes to like NFL cheerleading, it's a mixture between dance and then being a cheerleader at the same time. Because it's like you still have to work with moms. You still have to perform. You're still a like ambassador for a team. It's not just like, you know, studio dance where you're just kind of going around and competing in competitions. or You're just doing like routine and leaving like not really a lot of and so honestly like cheerleading in college had what and then my background in dance was like the perfect blend I feel like because I was like mm-hmm. I know well I know how to shake these pom-poms like I know how to tumble it brings a different aspect to things and and then at the same time I can still get you know the dance routines down so highly recommend like anyone if you have never tried like high school cheer or college cheer like try that also along with learning dance because it's a mixture in NFL but it's funny because when I was at a basketball game in Chicago I got approached by the Miami Dolphins recruiters like Miami Dolphins cheerleading team recruiters they have like Mm -hmm. um that will go to games and talk with girls on the team and see if they're interested and I had never thought of professional cheerleading before I lived in Pennsylvania there's the Steelers don't even
0: have cheerleaders and mm-hmm. then, it's just the Eagles yeah Eagles, and like yeah. the Flyers but yeah that's about it well yeah and then the Wings dancers but you know still you have to be in Philly, Philly for all of that
1: right <laughs> like Jersey like the Jets have you know that I was kind of close but like never into that whole world at all and I never knew any girls that did it so when I was approached by the Dolphins I was like oh my gosh like heck yeah I want to move down to Miami and like cheer professionally like I guess I'll look into it so I went I flew down there and did a clinic you know like a prep class (laughs) like oh I'm in love like 100% I'm coming down here but because I was going into the Air Force I didn't know where the Air Force was going to station me after college so it was either yeah so I told the team I was like Yes, yes, yes. I would love to try out, but I have to find out where they're putting me first. It was gonna be either between Miami or Atlanta. And so um, <laughs> they <laughs> yep, they put me in Atlanta. And so I told the dolphins, I was like, I'm sorry, I have to turn down, you know, this, but I'm gonna be trying out for the Falcons. And they're like, Good luck, such an incredible everyone was so supportive and understood. So went for nice. Falcons.
0: And so yeah. Well, that's that's a perfect segue to talk about, and we'll come back to your answer to the poll question later, but how you balanced being in the Air Force with cheering in the NFL? I know that that's, I mean, they're both very demanding, and I'm just very curious if you could walk us through your service, how many years, and, you know, just how you've managed balancing both of them.
1: So in college, I did cheer in Air Force at the same time also, and kind of my whole time, which is kind of cool, yeah, it, like, Set me up to understand like the time management skills I needed. So pretty much in college in ROTC, and it was almost more demanding than the professional world. So it was almost like oh like this isn't too bad because with ROTC you you have like a couple classes here and there throughout the week, and then you have practice at night for cheerleading. It doesn't actually conflict that much. I just didn't have a lot of extra free time. Let's just say like mm-hmm. my were booked, my weekends are booked, and my days are booked. So it's just like all right. That's really what it is, but it never was like day and day or whatever and when it was it just communicated with my commander or with my coach and I was, and they completely understood so when I transitioned from RTC into active duty, I went into a position called a gold bar recruiter and I basically got to make my own schedule with the military. It's a special duty assignment so okay. it really like sorry if it's any military word just be like what what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, So a special duty assignment is only one year and it's outside of your normal career field. So they give you an opportunity to see like recruiting or if you want to get into like intelligence or something like that, they let you see that for a year. It's pretty cool. They have a lot of awesome programs. Um, I did it for a year and made my own schedule. I got to pretty much travel around Atlanta and Georgia in general, and then a little bit of Alabama. And I I talked to kids in high school about the opportunity of becoming an officer and not just going enlisted into the military. It was a blast. I loved it. And with cheerleading, I only had practiced two times a week, 630 to nine at night. And there were no kids in school during that time where I had to go interact with them. So it was perfect. And the weekends and my games. So Again, it's, I got lucky because I know some teams practice more or a little bit more demanding, but the Falcons were a perfect fit.
0: Wow. That's awesome when everything can kind of align where you're not running around like a chick with your head cut off and just, because I would imagine uh, your duties to the U.S. Air Force would trump anything and everything, but that's awesome that you were able to do that. And so did you get stationed in the Bay Area? Is that kind of how you ended up? In yes. The system? Okay.
1: Yeah. It's cool because after my assignment was up and after that one year, they're like, all right, you have five choices and then you rank them. You pretty much rank them. So, oh my gosh, my choices were Alaska, (laughs) North Dakota, uh, New Jersey, California, or New Mexico. And I was like, please, dear Lord, (laughs) put me in California. (laughs) I was like, I know it's up to the Air Force. And they will tell me where I need to go. But I ranked California my number one. I think Jersey my number two. And Mm -hmm. I want an area where I could cheer again. So they put me in California. And it was more of the Sacramento area. So I was like, okay, you know, that's – the Kings are there, which would have been a cool opportunity to do NBA instead of NFL because I would already tried NFL. And then I was like, the Warriors are in the Bay Area, which is like two and a half hours away. I was like, possible. And then I was like, well, the 49ers are there too. And then I moved there and then COVID hit. So that was the year. (laughs) It it was like, yeah, yeah, nothing was really, no one was trying out. I didn't know what was going on. The Kings like canceled their cheer team and it was a whole, or their dance team was a whole thing. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get back into it. We'll see. And I ended up taking some local dance classes at Sac Dance Lab and um, met a Fortnite cheerleader. And she was like, you should try out next year we're gonna have tryouts you should try out and I was like okay I guess I will
0: <laughs> I was nice. like, get
1: back into it yeah
0: and so are you doing this crazy commute then or did you move closer in or how are you managing that
1: I am living in Sacramento currently I bought my first condo so that was super right. exciting okay gotta love the air force benefits okay like literally you can't beat them you cannot the VA loan if anyone can do it out there do it zero yeah. percent down
0: yes nice. <laughs> in, Cal- <laughs> Ooh, in California so- especially goodness real estate is like oh it probably as bad as it is here in Seattle oh my gosh
1: oh, unreal it's unreal mm-hmm. but it's a I got a little cute spot and um I would commute and I, we only have practice one time a week so on Saturdays so my weekends were just up in the Bay Area. That's really what it is for the week and then stay in the Bay
0: Area on the weekends. I just love how everything just very smooth, very, you know. So maybe that's how you managed to have time to go for this other amazing accomplishment of yours and founding uh, Torch Warrior Wear. So talk about like all <laughs> the things, the inspiration for it, the reception of it, like I wanna hear your everything
1: amazing. Yes. Well, thank
0: you. It's um
1: it's become my baby, you know, whenever you have any you start something, it's like you're building it from the ground up. I've kind of been like creative. I like fashion a little bit and stuff, but I other than going to the store and buying clothes, I've never made clothes or anything like that. So, I like it's so funny. I was in Sacramento and I had gone out with my friends the night before and i was going to be late for work the next day so i had woken up <laughs> in my same going out outfit you know how that is sometimes yeah
0: oh yeah <laughs> that happens and
1: it happens and i was like oh i got to throw my uniform on and i was wearing a bodysuit um cuz you know us girls wear bodysuits like with jeans and it's just a cute look and um i put my t-shirt on cuz you have to wear a t-shirt Underneath our actual like uniform top, and I was like, dang, like I wish I could wear this comfortable bodysuit, like just this, without putting the t shirt on over it, It would be so much more comfortable. And there was nothing like that on the market. Nothing, I looked on Google, looked everywhere, Amazon, nothing because there's bodysuits out there, but there's not the ones that are the same colors that we have to wear in uniform. So Like it's a very specific color, very specific cut. Like it has to be a crew neck, the short sleeves have to be a certain length, and then Mm -hmm. like the fit of it. it, There can't be any design or anything on it. It just has to be very plain Jane type of thing. And so I was like, I wonder, like if I can make this. I wonder if like I'm like I don't know. I could go to the store and dye it a certain white one or something like that. And I just started asking questions and questions and. I was talking to other women in the military and they're like, we would love this. So I put it out there on TikTok and was like, would anyone want to do like a bodysuit type of thing? And such positive responses. I got reached out to by girls from like the Australian Navy, the German Army, like girls who were serving all over the world, not just in the U.S. And I didn't even think about other women in other services. Like I was just kind of thinking the Air Force. And so now it is all the branches of the military, branches outside of the U.S. And, like, it is, like, boom to the point where I'm, like, in my little, like, two-bedroom condo and I have bodysuits all over my, my second bedroom. And I'm, like, I'm going to have to, you know, figure this out and get a bigger place soon because I'm shipping all over the world. And it's just, it's really inspiring. And I love connecting with these girls all over. It's super cool. Haley,
0: like, that is so huge. Like, when I saw you post about it i just was i mean anyway it's genius and such a need and like it's empowering and kind of i just love the whole brand it's just a beautiful thing that was one of the things that i appreciated anytime we work with the military it's just seeing women like and you always are thinking of like what it must be like to, to be in those shoes and kind of i just love that you had the insight obviously from being part of the military to understand something that was like in an, an unmet need and connecting people all over the world are you freaking kidding me like this is it's huge and I I'm sure you know but I mean congratulations it's amazing mm-hmm. what you're doing and having time to to do that as well in addition to all the other things that you're doing <laughs> so are you a one woman shop or what
1: I for am you? one woman shop for now um Thank I do you. have my little torch team ambassadors and women all over the world have like their own little custom discount code and they're kind of like my little sales minions all over and like different, yeah. Yeah, of like different bases like you know influencers or whatever for the brand and um that's the cool thing with like building a brand nowadays and I love talking about business and like all the possibilities now because it's e-commerce you can reach so many people and like you can get and Google's there to tell you how to do it and when to do it and all the things like you've got legal zoom to get your LLC. You got this. It's like, everything is right there. It's like, are you going to put the work into it? So it's been extremely empowering and I'm venturing off into like the jujitsu and martial arts space and like bringing just like women. I call them my women warriors like together and like potentially we'll see could get into the cheer space. And I have a couple a couple ideas there. Yes. And when you
0: think about, like you said, like different uniform pieces and, you know, at a certain point we all have, to, you know, that winter weather gear or just like a line where you're kind of, oh man, the struggle when I was sharing of finding the right kind of undergarment that would keep you warm, not show underneath the actual, you know, I mean, there's, there's definitely room for, yes. for some expansion. I love it. Well, tell me about this. Uh, women's luxury retreats seek and set free business I'm like wait a minute I I missed that memo (laughs) tell me about that yes oh my gosh so I don't know like what it
1: was like with COVID towards the end of COVID Mm -hmm. I, I had the idea of the retreats like first, actually. And I never thought I would be a business owner in general. Now I I own two businesses. I'm like, okay, like, thank you, God. I mean, just like, there's always something like just do both at once. I'm like, okay. So I remember just like, feeling so isolated. Like, first of all, COVID. Second of all, being in the military, my family's all the way on the East Coast. My friends are all over there. I'm in California. I can't meet new people now because of COVID. And I fully enjoy traveling too. And like, all of it was just like scrambled or just like, nope, just a no for you. So I wasn't feeling like myself. I just didn't like feel daily. And I constantly like being an NFL cheerleader, being like collegiate cheerleader, like you're just used to being around a team of women. And so I was just like, whoa, like I need to figure something out. So I was was just thinking about, I'm like, why don't we do these smaller groups of women, go to these really cute locations, get like an Airbnb. It's nothing crazy. And we just focus on manifesting new goals and like health and wellness. And we're like, not just getting drunk and like just like, you know, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like it's a meaningful time We're we're investing in ourselves. We're putting time aside to go somewhere new, to try something new, fun activities and get outside and like get to know other like-minded women and build like a team kind of. Mm -hmm. And so this is needed. And so I started with, I started in June and I'm now about to host my fourth retreat. And it's like the best, It's brought me so much joy. Yes. I brought in one of my, um, my co-founder Alexa, we cheered together in college and like just bringing her back into my life. And like, we're working together in a business instead of like a team thing. It's like the most incredible feeling. And I've met so many incredible women who are just looking for ambitious, but also like genuine women to surround themselves with. And like, Mm -hmm you already know and it's like it's just like being on an NFL tree team like you're around these women who are just such good quality women you know how it is like your network is your net worth like you know (laughs) I just think that's really important so I have our fourth retreat in Joshua Tree California in March it is four day three night event and it's gonna be unreal so if anyone wants to come just head over to our Instagram
0: at Seek and Set Free so it'll be super fun oh my gosh fourth yeah. retreat so far so how many people tend to attend the, the retreats that you have yes 10 a, 10 max ten, max okay sweet yeah mm-hmm. so sometimes you know get a little too yeah <laughs> too many yes. people and it's harder to kind of wield everything in but that's awesome right it's cool though we
1: did do one with the 49ers um, my coach gave me the opportunity to do an like a team retreat actually and that oh a space I want to dive into more and me and Alexa are like already in talks with the Warriors dance team and um, the Kings reached out to us also to do these like day-long retreats and like it's kind of like a cheer camp type of thing but mm-hmm. it's getting to know each other on a deeper level and then putting in the bonding and the doing fun activities so it could really blow up in the cheer world also and they're the best people to work with
0: cheerleaders are the best people to work with so i would love to do that. would Be great because when you think about some of the orientations, I mean, it varies team by team. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's so focused on learning a bunch of dances that you'll need through the season, and you know, some team building. But it's never like the focus of like we're gonna actually take a retreat from all that and get to know one another and really solidify the bond as a team. That would be really really cool. Oh my Ooh, gosh, really doing it just. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm oh. <laughs> so excited for you. <laughs>
1: yep. I have to share it to you because this this team I mean in Atlanta we had our ret- we had our team retreat and it was so awesome and then this year with the Niners we couldn't do it because of COVID and like all the things that happened so we chose to do it on a beach and we did like a luxury picnic setup we did like a boardwalk um, scavenger hunt we did we had a guest speaker come in we had a chef do like a whole thing I mean, it was just like we bonded so much over like that one event I just was like I'm so thankful we got to do that I mean it's just it just is special special so
0: oh my gosh and just even planning it would probably just be so much fun because I mean you we have this amazing insight from being part of teams and you know the right dynamic that you want to hit and strike once you're all kind of in that team building process and with the NFL or any professional cheer or dance team I feel like like you said you're already picking the best of the best, and they're quality people, so it just makes doing something like that even more fun and celebratory, because it's just, it's almost just like sharing how awesome each other are, and just connect, it's just, there's so much power in that, I I love it, I totally forgot to ask you, while we were on the topic of just your service, and all of that, but like, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the amazing, primetime television spot that you were in. I don't know if you probably listened. One time I went live and I was just saying how I had, I think it was Monday Night Football, is it right? But I had it on and like, you know, you just, sometimes it's just like, oh shoot, it's Monday, That's already 5.30 for me. So I'm like, or whatever time it was, but turned it on and I'm like, it's in the background and I forget what the heck I was doing, but it took me a while to like realize what I was like that it was your spot and your voice, but I was like, why is that so familiar? And I look up, and I'm like, how did I miss it? Thankfully I'm going to link it so everybody can go back and look at it if they missed it. But how did that come about? And just, what was that experience like? That was oh, a beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was cool.
1: Cause at the end of one of my practices, my coach pulled me aside. And usually that means, you know, you're not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Haley, can I talk to you? And I'm like, oh, yes, coach. And she's like, well, um, we have our salute to service game coming up, Monday Night Football. And um, Monday Night Football and ESPN want to do a thing on you with being active duty military and being a Niners cheerleader. And they would love to highlight you. And I was like, "Um, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. I was like, this is such an amazing opportunity. Like, number one, like, we as cheerleaders do not get highlighted enough with the incredible things that we do. And I know we can talk about that all day, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, I mean, I know in our organizations we do, but like we are, but like in the grand scheme of things, I tell people who don't know the world, I'm like, yeah, I have teammates who are doctors. I have teammates who are like Olympians. I have teammates who are professors. They're like, really? Yeah. They're phenomenal. And so just Mm -hmm. to be the showcase the military and that cheerleading aspect of it. Like we are bomb. Like we can do all of it. We can do all of it. It was really, really special. And the amount of people that reached out to me, they're like, wait, like you can do that. And whatever. I'm like, yes, like it is completely possible. And I'm just thankful that they chose me. And it's funny because they were like, you were going to choose between your guys' tight end, George Kittle or you. And I was like, Well, thank you for choosing me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Cool. So we did a whole day at the stadium and just did shots and everything. And um, then it aired and it was just, it was really special. It was
0: really thankful. So did they play that during the game? They did not. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: (laughs) They made me like the um, frontline hero of the game. Like they Mm -hmm. did a team and then I just saw the commercial after when everyone sent it to me (laughs) okay oh my gosh
0: your friends have to be so proud I mean thank you goodness and how inspirational that would be on so many fronts again just like highlighting women in the military period I think is is amazing to have that visibility and then being able to be such a shining example of an NFL cheerleader and just representing your team so I mean it's just it's just what an incredible year for you because basically all this stuff happened in the last year right for the most part (laughs) launching businesses oh my god crazy
1: 2021 was pretty crazy and 2022 is already insane also it's like I've been traveling all over trying to do like in-person sales and actually potentially this is I don't I'm not a hundred percent yet but I'm 99.9% I think I want to try out for the
0: Cowboys next year I thought I saw you at a little (laughs) prep class or something (laughs) oh my gosh! yes I mean it would be phenomenal
1: that would be amazing I think again it's like I'm still young and I'm actually separating from the military so the military yes yes like due to my businesses and everything it's just like it's time for me to, my, my commitment was four years, and now it's time for me to kind of move into a different chapter, and since the military has told me what to do for the past 10 years of my life, I'm like, I'm do what I would like to do, and so I'm going to up and move to Dallas, maybe, and go be a Cowboys cheerleader, so hopefully.
0: Mm. Let's just claim <laughs> it. I love it, Haley. I mean, I think yeah. you'd be perfect in so many ways, obviously. Wow. I I love everything about that. And then being able to I would think just in terms of your business and all of the things, like being located there would probably be very beneficial too. Oh yes. Yes. I endorse that. I endorse that plan. I think it's I think it's great. Um and so exciting because now we're in like kind of the audition prep phase. Are you already separated or are you planning it at a certain point to separate from the military?
1: Well, um, technically, I am separating in June. So my last day will be the 29th of June. So if I decide to try out this year, I will technically still be in for like two months or so of the process. Um, but they have this program called Skill Bridge with the military. Again, there's so many resources. It's just unreal. The last six months before your data separation, you can do an unpaid internship with any company that you'd like to kind of get that kind of vibe of like what it's like outside of the military. And although I wish I could have just done it with my own businesses, I was like, can I just do it with mine? <laughs> They're <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and so I'm actually doing it with Sports Illustrated. So, trying to get, yeah, that kind of side of things. And I'm working their marketing and their social media and like um, just learning their event coordinating type of things. And it's pretty cool.
0: And that will all come in very handy for your own businesses as well. That is good. I love it. This is uh, so exciting like I'm like beaming and just to think like when we did connect I, I can't remember no I don't remember there was any hint of all these things that you had up your sleeve but I knew you were definitely like busy yeah. and uh, <laughs> just really good energy you know what I mean in terms of like what you were doing and you're just connecting so many different people so no, seeing you see you in action in San
1: Fran that was also really cool oh my gosh are like a celebrity, honestly. Like all the girls were like, "You have you ever seen Portia podcast like that?" Like, everyone, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I was like, "I did a podcast with her," but they're like, "No, you didn't." I'm like, "I did." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I that it. that was such a fun weekend, just as a whole. But just being able to see you guys out there was amazing. And I think Lindsay Rosenberg, the photographer, was just like, "I just can't wait for you to kind of go to." the gold rush games and just kind of see what makes that squad special and definitely just I don't know I could go on and on but yeah you guys looked great out there if I didn't have that moment at the end I probably would have been like you know but it was just like perfect to be able to get that picture with you guys and be able to see your faces up up close
1: it's amazing the I'm telling you like Mark our coach Christy and Alexa like they're just like they bring such a light, and the, and Gold Rush is such a light, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it, I'm like, they're, the girls they own who they are, and then they just are, like, so fun, and they're just I mean, it's been such a blessing it's been such a blessing yeah.
0: I had a great time watching you guys and that picture will always be it's so funny, I have to tell you the background of that picture <laughs> we were screaming, like Brittany and I were, like, trying to figure out and then, you know, figuring out what tunnel you guys were coming in and out of, and then it was actually clearing out a lot. A lot of the fans were leaving and I was like, we're going to go right down there at the tunnel. and We're going to do this weird selfie and it's all going to work out. There was a guy, a fan who was posted up and like, <laughs> literally like, and I'm just looking at him like, what are you about to do? You know? And I wasn't sure the players would leave out of here, but he was waiting for y'all. Okay. Like, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna oh. Figure, I'm going to politely say, um, that's nice and all, but I really need you to, to move out of the way so right. he ended up just wanting pictures I think he did his own selfie but soon as he finally got out of the way because I was like you're you're blowing it like can you move anyway the point is right. I'm glad I got that but it was so funny because I thought you know nobody was going to be trying to do what I was trying to do right <laughs> so literally it was supposed to be Brittany and I in the shot but he was yeah anyway such a special game <laughs> oh
1: my gosh it's funny I know yeah. it's so cool when you see the fans that actually like really appreciate you know you're mm-hmm. like. Oh. Like thank you, thank yes. you. And we know the insides and, and everything that goes into being there. And no, I went to an Arizona Cardinals game and against the Niners in Arizona, and I saw the team. And I, it's just like I'm like fangirling over the girls. I'm like, you guys are so cute. Like, yes, yes, kick yes. line, yes.
0: Like, <laughs> no, I- and it's funny. Do you feel like when you're in the stands, though? I mean, I don't know if I'm like cheer mom or something, but I feel so like you said, like fangirling and just groupie-ish material but yes. it's funny because people I feel like because we're so excited watching people were kind of also like what are they looking at because we stand up we're of get the video like we're like all into it and <laughs> um but it's just you guys deserve the world in my view in terms of just highlighting and and showcasing it and if they only knew how amazing each individual cheerleader is and their background and their passions and yeah I mean Which brings me to like, let's just wrap on this note, like with the poll that I put out there about, you know, we have the UCA UDA competitions that happen in Florida. Mm
1: -hmm. Everybody, like I said,
0: gets pretty excited. You have the Netflix cheer special. People are starting to appreciate more maybe through from cheer. I don't know the Netflix special, like all the work that goes into it. So I feel like there's almost like a renewed energy and interest in, competitive cheer and dance yes. and people obviously there were so many storylines from this year as well with LSU and blah 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 it and awesome. so I was like I wonder if people would have an appetite for some kind of competition amongst the professional cheerleading and dance teams like mm. in the NBA or the NFL and and so I wasn't sure if people thought once you graduate from college, that's the end of that. And they've been doing it for some of them, like their whole lives of like, whether it's competitive dance, competitive cheer, is it kind of like, you know, like, leave that to college or it could work. And you said, we need to talk about that during the interview. So I definitely want to hear your thoughts on that. I was not expecting the responses that were coming in. And I asked, like, if, if you think it could work, like, how should it work? And Mm-hmm. That was a hot topic. I was like, ooh, I stumbled upon a gym. So I'm very curious to hear your thoughts before we wrap. Yes. First
1: of all, Makiva, you're going to be the, the lady talking and interviewing after the performances. I'm already playing the whole thing out.
0: And so- the Erin Andrews of the professional cheer and dance, whatever yeah. competitions are happening. In I'm claiming of- that. Yes. I'm telling you,
1: 2023, it's happening. We're making it happen. I think okay. it is like and I think for younger girls and and, like college and stuff like that like that whole world of competitive cheer and dance and like even just like high school cheer and dance like just to come see the team like I think women and girls need that I think like it's like this we need the Super Bowl for women like I think people would love it and I think men would enjoy it too I mean hey like it could even have like aspects of like a pageantry type of thing in there too to get to know the girls it doesn't just have to be full on It could be like I saw a couple of teams were doing really funny things like who can kick the a field goal or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh-huh. At, like we can have like team, like um, almost like a track and field type of style where like different teams are doing different like funny football things or like basketball things. Like I just think that women have to own their space in this and like to prove to the world that like we are entertaining, fun, talented, smart, all the things. And like we're wrapped up in a perfect little bow in the, in the NFL, NBA cheerleading world. So mm-hmm. I think that's I know I would fully love it. I think it has to be, like, an optional thing, maybe, like, on teams, like, individually. I think, like, it's when you come and you make a team. I think the Cowboys kind of have, like, their show group. Yeah, show group. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like that, where if you have the time and your job allows you to do it, you can – do like another you practice all year for another routine or like an event or something like that and you go there and it's like at the Super Bowl location or it's at like a different time or around the UCA UDA type of thing or something like that I think it would be oh. so much
0: something yeah because the one thing that came to mind some for me was just that you know there's so many hours of practice during a season to put together the routines that you do at games And yes, you're doing it for 60,000 some odd people, but nobody really gets to see it. And you can't repost it on social media because of copyright issues. And so, but there, I do feel like there's like a whole audience of people who would probably like pay to watch or, you know, I would sit and watch that as like a little showcase or something. Like I want to see what the different teams are doing and and how they look compared to one another or, and I mean, obviously like a very, very friendly competition, not like that's not why we do it like that's not why anybody becomes a professional cheerleader or dancer but right but another like somebody's mentioned when they wrote in like it just would add another layer of purpose to what they do like I said lots of feedback on it because you did kind of do both I was just curious what your what your take was on it because I think it could be done well there could be more you know be some interest in it but there were a lot of people who did say leave it to colleges it was almost like half and half with a slight edge to this I, good work
1: I and I think that's good though I think like a little bit of like polarity is perfect and it's like okay if you want to you don't have to do it but and I'm trying to think too like when it comes to when they introduce us like at games and stuff like that you know it's like they always say like the the best ladies of the NFL, or like, or America's Sweethearts, or whatever, like, you know, those types of things, but it's like, what if you could say, like, you're two-time national champion, <laughs> like, right, your team, like, and they were actually, like, legit, and they show us, like, with the trophy, and like, when we're coming out, and stuff, like, we actually are legit, but we're dancers, too, I mean, I think I'm so, I was so much in that competitive world, I love it, so, mm-hmm. I Feed on that type of thing and again it comes down to the camaraderie with nfl cheerleading like that's something that i would love to bring into the world like even in california there's so many teams like mm-hmm. i would love to have, like a women's retreat weekend in hawaii where like all of the teams in california all the professional teams in california would go down there for the weekend and we get together it'd be the same type of thing like i think yeah. we Bring the teams together, not just with pro action or whatever, or just the like Super Bowl, or just with um, Pro Bowl. I think there needs to be more because there's a network there that women can use for business, women can use for, I mean, every, support, everything. It's like, we got to get into it. We can there's do better.
0: Too, there, yeah, there's too much of a bomb, like you said, networking full of people from different backgrounds. And if we we're all supporting each other's businesses or just kind of. Yeah. It's an untapped landline and all you need is a way of connecting everybody. Social media is amazing for that. But like you said, it's just a little bit more nurtured connections to really bond everybody together. And so thanks for your thoughts on that. I definitely think there's room for this community to grow and it's going to take, yeah, you know, just innovative minds and people being willing to share what they're doing and just kind of triggers other ideas. And then next thing you know, you know yeah 2023 has for us i also
1: on the side i help um z pro prep and we help girls make teams so there's that whole other aspect of like that world too where there's like i'm sure you've noticed too there's like an explosion of prep programs out there that Mm -hmm. help teams personally i'm like we need to do a better job of bringing all of that together let's collab more let's get together i think it's just like we need to figure out a way to like collaborate and partner and like make that whole world a whole thing and then it's like it's a segue into the competition thing it could be even like juniors or it could be I mean there's just so many things that you can do because so many women want to continue dancing because it's just so and if you can do it for your city like it's emotional if you're losing but it's Either way, it's an amazing
0: experience. It's incredible. It really is. And it's unlike anything. And I mean, on that same note, it's so hard with the podcast to try to like monitor everything. I like hate Instagram's algorithm of what they show you because I follow so many accounts of like what they call, I guess, the semi-pro teams. I think they're often, you know, forgotten about in the space of pro cheer and dance when they are doing right routines or talented. It's all the same thing. And I just wish there was a little bit more of like a connectivity with what they call the pros pros. But I mean, it's all pro to me. If you're cheering out there for a sports team that's considered a pro sports team, then so anyway, the point is, I just think that there's room, like you said, to kind of connect all of the various teams. And yeah. And like you said, I think we have like those dance conventions, like pro action or what have you, but yeah, But again, maybe just where we're talking and not just dancing, <laughs> that we can try to connect and see ways that yeah. we can help or support one another and collaborate, like maybe for performances. Like there's so many different things that we could do to kind of keep this community strong. And I just thank you for your contribution because it's exciting. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, mm-hmm. more as your businesses grow. And thank damn, you. Damn, <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs> I'm glad this is finally getting out. I think
1: the biggest thing that I'm learning, and I think it's so funny that we're talking now and like not back when we did, it's all God's timing. It's like, you know, everything I tell people all the time, everything happens for a reason, like, and everything happens exactly when it's supposed to happen. And so whether you're trying to make a team or you were on a team, whether you're about to get off of a team, whether like you're going to the Super Bowl or not, like whatever, like in your life, I think my businesses came to me at a time where I needed them the most. And it's just, you you have these opportunities. Everyone has these golden nuggets opportunities. Like, are you going to seize them or not? So I think Mm -hmm. that's advice for the cheer world and to remember that we're all sisters and to uplift each other always, because that is what we're all here to do love and to give and to go after your dreams.
0: So. Yes, I love that. If you don't try, then you'll never know. And I just hate that idea of any untapped potential because of being <laughs> afraid to just try and putting yourself out there to become, you know, for all, especially the aspiring ones, because I feel like sometimes that dream seems so big that it's almost just like, it could never happen, especially because most people you talk to are like, I never thought I could ever do this on a professional level. Hardly, you know, there aren't a lot of people who are just like, yes, this was always a master plan um, from day one. But I just like, to your point, just encourage people to be willing to put yourself out there to achieve your dreams. Cause it's absolutely possible. And there's people you can reach out to, to connect that are more than willing to help you get there too. I can't believe we're in audition season, but it's just like the perfect message because <laughs> you know there's people who are there's people who probably start wavering a little bit like I've been doing stuff and I've been practicing but you know it gets yeah. scary go for it definitely go for it
1: because what's for you is for you at the end of the day you can't push it force it in in your direction but you got as well might as well try it and if it's for you it's for you if not different path then you go you go on that path it's what it exactly. is exactly
0: exactly and timing is everything so it's not necessarily no it's like maybe not yet I have something better
1: Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure you have so many things to do on your to do list. (laughs) But I'm very pumped that we got to do this. Have a good one. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcasts on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.